a Lifetime original podcast. This one is my first baby, and then Conrad, and then the sports podcast. <laughs> perfect, perfect. As long as I'm before your offspring. Yeah, of course. I love a Lifetime movie. I, I, I'm not trying to be the hooded figures defense attorney. How is this man running this entire campus? I do get homesick. I still get homesick, even though I'm in my home right now. You can't have people tailing blush. It was probably my favorite final moment we've ever seen in one of our movies. I would say, like, y'all should be allowed to have a different room because a lot has happened in there. You think I know what Nicholas Sparks looks like? He broke into the room. I saw his shoulder. Did you kill Elaine? No. Why did you break in? Do you have a key? Elaine gave me the key. Why would she give you the key? I loved her. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Perrigan, joined here by the greatest mother on the planet. <laughs> the one, the only, Megan Gailey. Megan, my love. You're a great mother. You want to know why I think you're a great mother? Why? Because I sent you a voice note today telling you all about how my stomach hurt, and you were so supportive. And I said, you know what? This is her mothering instinct. Mm -hmm. This is just, she's a natural. She's mm -hmm. already got a baby to take care of. And now here I am adding to the mix. Well, and a husband. <laughs> How is your stomach feeling? You know what? You know where I'm at emotionally? You know that I don't feel good if, I'm, if I've come brawless to the recording, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I'm here brawless, okay? For listeners, I think you'll be able to tell in, in my speech pattern, in my delivery, in my energy level when I'm not wearing You're a brassiere. You're loose. Swanging. And so, you know, I think that I've had some peppermint tea. Mm. I managed to take my antidepressants and birth control without anything coming back up. So, okay. you know, we're on the mend. Slow and steady. Slow and That's steady. Good. I try to be aspirational. I want to double my Lexapro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just out in my kitchen like, I wonder if they'd let me double this. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. So if you're having your Lexapro, does this mean Conrad's getting a little Lexapro? In the breast milk? A tiny, tiny amount. Well, because it was, um, I I also can't have peppermint tea. Um, peppermint tea makes your supply go down. I'm actually trying to oh. get my supply down because mama needs her life back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he's getting a little Lexapro kickback. Microsoft amount. But when I see him smile, sometimes I go, is that the Lexapro? <laughs> or is that you love your mama? Because yeah, I was like, saying to my OB and my psychiatrist like before and and I'm fine to like stay at a lower dosage when I'm breastfeeding and they were like absolutely not like you will be going <laughs> right back up to your regular dosage wow yeah. yeah that's so funny look first of all you're having a a male child let's get them on antidepressants and anti-anxiety as soon as possible okay because we need to break some cycles with that whole gender well, okay you know what is really pissing me off is that, and I speak about this in my stand-up set. <laughs> I like how I said speak <laughs> about it. No joke. Just, I speak on it. I speak on it. Um, Is that like, there's so much stuff around breastfeeding and motherhood and all of this rigmarole that they're like, mm -hmm. we just don't know. We just don't know. We we don't have enough research. And it's like, do some research. <laughs> this is the one constant in the world. Death, right. taxes, and cranking out babies. So right. enough with the Bezos rockets right. <laughs> and get some of that over to medicine and pregnant ladies. It's just it really, I'm like, ugh, it pisses me off. How many dick pills? 
How many <laughs> dick pills do we need? Eugenics, oh. we got it. Okay, look, I feel like that anger, that level of frustration takes us nicely into our motion picture for today because there is a man that is infuriating. This Ugh. entire movie hinges on a man that you're like, are you out of your mind? I was screaming at the TV. Hatred. I swear to God, I couldn't take it. You guys, we are talking to you about the movie College Professor Obsession. All right. Now, let me tell you about it. Jenny Willis is excited for her first year of college. But when her professor asks for favors in exchange for good grades, things take a turn for the worse. In her attempts to report him, she discovers he may be linked to a mysterious death on campus just weeks before her arrival. Now her search for answers could lead to life-threatening danger. I mean, that teacher was the world's worst. I was screaming, he was terrible, and it was just like, I don't know what bizarro world we're in where he hasn't been murdered. And where he's a college, tenured college professor. <laughs> um, he he gives real CrossFit vibes. Like, hmm. he should be in, like, my workout teacher obsession. It's not, he does <laughs> not feel like an academic. He does not belong in academia, which he, like, and he uses big words a lot. I hate him so much. I know, I know. I will say, okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We got to get into it because there's a lot to unpack. 4 again, Friday, August 12th, 8.30 p.m. Without further ado, honey, let's get into it. Okay, so we start, we're at a college party. That's in a dorm. That's in a dorm. Like, did that immediately, I'm like, this doesn't seem fun. Did you... (laughs) We just, yes. were, we we would like pregame, you know, we'd be in someone's dorm room having yucks and laughs and, you know, sneaking some natty light, but we were not allowed to, and I went to a Big Ten, like, kind of party school, I guess there's a lot of dorks there too, but like, <laughs> we were not allowed to throw ragers in the dorms. We would have dorm parties. There was one dorm that would have like wine and cheese on Thursdays, wow. and so of course everyone would come there and then it would devolve into like, you know... A big just yeah. like hallway party. Okay. And you wouldn't get in trouble. No. Wow. No. Well, I mean, this was also the same dorm that had a clothing optional floor, mm. which of course we called the naked dorm. But you know, clothing Is that optional. Real? Clothing optional and clothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's very like that's wow. like one of the things people talk about, or at least used to when you would think about Wesleyan. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're at a college party in a dorm. We see a girl running through the crowd, um, but there's like the strobe lights. There honestly should have been a warning. Um, the strobe lights, the music, all the waiting for tonight, you know, happening. Yeah, real and energy. And then yeah. we, see, we see like a hooded figure um, okay. dressed all Classic. in black. Lifetime bingo card, hooded figure. Yes, we can't make out who it is or what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see... The, the woman in distress, she runs to the roof of the building. Naomi, I know you have thoughts on that. <laughs> Down and out. Down and out. What is with the running up? You don't run up. All right? She would have had a better chance, like, sneaking into someone's dorm room, hiding under a bed, mm-hmm. than she mm-hmm. would have going up to the roof. Right. So she goes up to the roof. Hooded figure follows her, obviously. And the hooded figure is like... Give me the phone. <laughs> Now, you you believe that the hooded figure pushed her off the roof. I feel like she backed herself up off the roof. I felt like they were, like, in a tussle. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it was like, because I felt like the figure knew if I just come in closer, she's going to back up and go over the right, roof. You see right. what I'm saying? I'm not like, saying that, that was the plan. I, I'm not trying to be the hooded figure's defense attorney. Um, <laughs> but I was, I, the reason I, I'm like, just give her the phone. Give Give whoever this is the phone. Yeah. And then... You don't have to fall off the roof, but they fell off the roof. And yep. then I, I guess luckily people inside the dorm like immediately saw it. So they yeah. see their friend plummet 12 stories. Yeah. On the ground. On and the ground. We cut to one week later <laughs> and we see and I'm laughing because we see a teen, a blonde. Yeah. Our our girl who fell off the roof, also a blonde. So we see a blonde and she's limping. And I'm like, well, she made a quick recovery. <laughs> I was like, that's the girl who fell off the roof? She just got a bum knee? Uh-uh. I was like, what? I, I was so happy. In a week? I go, In a week? she lived. She lived. <laughs> well, no, she did not. This is an entirely different blonde girl. Who this is a knew? Different girl. Multiple blondes. I know. Um, this girl is Jenny Willis. She is heading off to college. So basically what we get about this, so Jenny was supposed to be a track star. She got a track scholarship. Then she had some sort of injury. I think she tears her ACL is what she says. Hey. Hey. Leg hurt? Not as much as losing my scholarship. Are you rushing it? Mom, I've been babying it all summer. If I'm going to get my scholarship back, I have to start training again. Oh, my babies are going off to college. (laughs) Please don't gush. Uh, Give me a hug. (laughs) So she's like, I'm going to go back. Get my scholarship back. That's her vibe. She's. We see her have like a dinner with her parents. What's wrong? No, it's just. I'm nervous about the move. Thirty miles. You'll be home to do your laundry on the weekends. It's not the distance. It's not even that it's my first time being away from home. It's dorms, roommates. What if I don't like them? What if they don't like me? I lived in the dorms in college. I met your dad in the dorms. <laughs> but Jen's parents, they're younger than both Naomi and I. They're younger than Jen, okay? It's <laughs> wild. Like, her mom is her mom is a model. Yeah. 34 if she's a day. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I, I don't know how she gave birth to this person. Like, they exactly. seem at most five years apart. I know, I know. 
And the mom has great hair. The dad is like, you know, it's because they're really doing like he's a cornball. At one point, he even said he failed stand up comedy. And I was like, oh, OK, take a shot. You know, like we're doing a how this relates to us drinking game. And so they're trying to do like he's corny and right. he does dad jokes. But it's like he seems like 31 and fun. Like, exactly. He's not exactly. Exactly. I was like, he's it's like, dad, you're working so hard. I'm like, these are the he's at, young. He's got the energy. <laughs> like, where is he working? What is funny in this dinner, though, is like how Jen is worried about living in a dorm and having roommates, which I thought was that's not a normal take on college. I feel like most people are like, yes, I get to get out of the house, meet new people, be in charge of myself. Were you someone who was afraid to go to college, to go to a dorm? So I say no. My mother says yes. Um, she's <laughs> like, oh, you were so homesick. I'm like, was I? And I'm someone who does. Like had to come home from sleepovers all the time. I do get homesick. I still get homesick, even though I'm in my home right now. Um, (laughs) But I, my freshman roommate was a friend of mine from high school. Basic. I know. Um, And we weren't like best friends in high school. We were like in the same circle. And she's such a nice, sweet gal. Still love her. And so I was like really excited to go live with her. Okay. So it was easy breezy. It was natural. Yeah. I mean, I think my first week was definitely rocky, but I think that also comes from me. You know, I'm an only child, so I'm used to being by myself. So yeah. my big thing was like, I got to sleep next to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like three and feet who away. Was it? Who was it? Her name is Sarah Dosa, honey. She's a filmmaker. She's oh. out here getting nominated for Oscars. Okay. What? She's doing great. She's doing great. But we we see Jen and her mom take a tour of the campus. And what we're finding out is like, it's the middle of the year. Yeah. Winter break has already happened. So she's coming in in the middle. And, you know, I think it's her being like, I got to have a fresh start. Yeah. But as they're going through campus and walking through the dining hall, it was so funny to me that mom was like, look at those boys. So the tour guide. Articulate with a hint of sarcasm. Hmm? Mom, don't kneel for every guy we see. Okay. Not every guy, but what about that one? Mom was very encouraging she wants jen to be hooking up she's like right. make a baby well, which i was like mom why yeah i also was like they may be checking you out mom like you are <laughs> I know, I like jen's really cute but like mom is like a smoke show yeah i thought the dorm looked very believable like i thought the whole yeah. setting of this was really spot on the dining yeah. hall i was like want to go eat there <laughs> okay, yeah they kept, absolutely like, they kept ripping it for only having carbs and then they would like show um a buffet or like you know like a setup mm-hmm. and it would be like mashed potatoes tater tots french fries corn and i'm like drink <laughs> well that is an indiana give me, meal gimme gimme so then jen and her mom they're going up into her dorm room and they meet kyle the ra uh, i'm the floor ra resident assistant the school feels more comfortable trusting the welfare of irresponsible freshmen to equally irresponsible grad students just kidding jen says she's in room 1227 kyle reacts he has seen a ghost. <laughs> he has the most dramatic, terrified reaction to, oh, oh, 1227? <laughs> and, the, and the mom who we're supposed to believe is kind of like really nervous for Jen doesn't clock yeah. any of that. Like, if <laughs> someone said, I'd be like, what the hell happened in 1227? Like, 1227? Like, it's almost um, not a scary movie. Like, it's like that level. Yes, it's that level. It it almost becomes a comedy. Exactly. I see dead people. Truly (laughs) covers up over his face. (laughs) I know. 
That was weird, right? Like my room leads into a Stephen King novel? No. No, 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 no. It was weird. <laughs> so they get to 1227, and the reason that 1227 is like so locked in our minds is because then new roommate Beth opens the door and says, Welcome to 1227, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or she says, Welcome to heaven, 1227. Beth is, okay, honey, she's, a model, okay? She's a tall brunette model. Big boobs. She's like, yeah. And she's like, like, you know, friendly, but fake. So yeah. it's like, she's being nice, but you're like, don't trust her. Like, you could no. just tell she's not somebody you want to get in with, but she's her roommate. And also, though, it's a triple. So it's yeah. Beth and then the other roommate. And that's our Sarah. Ignore her and she'll do the same. She'll even ignore you if you don't. But don't worry. I'm friendly enough for the both of us. When we see her later, I'm like, oh, her bangs. Like, Sarah's so beautiful. <laughs> Beth is so beautiful. And Jenny's beautiful. I'm like, this is a great three. <laughs> this is a happening trio. Well, not according to Sarah. Sarah no. does, like, Jenny says hi. Sarah ignores her. She's really mad that Jen is going to be sleeping in the bed of the former roommate, a girl named Elaine. Elaine. It, she's sleeping in Elaine's bed, and Sarah's, like, mad. And I'm like, Sarah, where'd you think she was sleeping? You have a third bed. Where was she going to go? She was really fond of our last roommate, Elaine, but there'll be time for all of that later. We have you now. Tack that on to 1227, and still Jenny's like, nah, all right, okay, I'm gonna go get my stuff. Like, there are no questions about, like, where's Elaine? Why is exactly, this number exactly. so scary to this, bo- this like, grown man? <laughs> um, Really, just Jenny and her mom are skipping through. Yep, yep. But, well, they don't get to skip for too long because then Beth takes Jen to the dining hall and everyone at their table freaks out when they find out Jenny is in Elaine's bed. Listen to this. A lot of returning students had a party last week, last major before classes start, and Elaine, oh well. Everyone was having fun, but it was loud, so she went to the roof to get some air and she... She what? She fell. She fell? She died. (sighs) Okay. Okay. And then immediately Jenny starts crying. And then a random girl at the table named Michelle is like, well, there's a rumor Elaine jumped. That's very college. Very college. (laughs) And Jenny calls her mom in tears. And then her mom is like, you can't stay there. You're coming home. And Jenny's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You can't live in the dorms. You can't, you can't, you can commute. An hour each way? Yes, you can. I know, but I can't just run away on my first date. Well, then why did you call your mama crying? If you knew your mother was protected, you call her in tears. Be like, the person who was in my bed died. But also, Megan, I don't understand all the drama around this. It's not like the bed killed her. Well, I think I would, I would just be like, you guys replaced her like really fast. You know, like you could have, with the same, just let those two be in the room together. We do not need to get a third. This is the problem with colleges now. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. about money. And they're Mm -hmm. like, we got to get a third in there. And it's like, you don't, old bridge. First of all, have we mentioned that the college is called Old Bridge? (laughs) Love it. Old Bridge University, baby. They've even got sweatshirts. Old Bridge, take a beat. (laughs) <laughs> and, and let Elaine's space air out and put Jenny in a different spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Okay. But I still don't know why she's crying about this. It's like, honey, 
I guarantee you they at least flipped the mattress, if not got you a whole new one. Nothing is going, like, it's not the bed. Okay? If you were, like, on the roof where she died, I would be like, oh, "Oh, I'm scared. Get me off this roof. But you're just, like, in the room. What did they call themselves when they got to the dorm? Toppers? What's up, toppers? Toppers? Top four. Oh, it was a nickname only Beth used, you know? Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. And they're like, hi. But then after that moment where Jenny's like, mom, I'm so sad and scared, but no, I'm not coming home, which I just feel like, why are you baiting your mother? Anyway, a cute guy named Dane, who we like spotted during the tour, comes up to Beth and Beth is like, give me back my room key. And he's like, hey, babe. stop, Dane. Seriously, leave me alone. That is not what you were saying all last year. That's right. Last year. So by now you should accept that it's never going to happen again. Never seen. Hey! I want my dorm room key. Yeah, so Dane says no. It's weird. Um, yeah. I honestly thought Dane was going to be in the movie a lot more. <laughs> like, yeah, same, it, Dane same. Is, Dane is sprinkled in, and uh, yeah. maybe because he's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so then Jenny and Beth, they get back to their dorm room. There's a hooded figure. <laughs> hooded figure. Clearly robbing their room. And rummaging. Then, yeah, rummaging. but like in there to steal things, you know? Right, right, right. But I'm saying it's like going yeah. through stuff like where you're like, okay, we were just in the dining hall for a minute. I just don't think this is the right time. If you're rummaging right. around, you need to be doing that when people are in classes. Yeah. When you know they will be gone for one or more hours. No, this is like night. It's like they're, you don't think they're going to come back to their room. Um, So the hooded figure like runs out, but Jenny's able to like nick him on the shoulder with like a key or something, but like but she gets him bad because there's yeah. a bunch of blood on her hands, so you know she's like cut him real good. Yes. So it's like ew. Also, just it's your first night. The girl whose bed you have died, and now your room got broken. Like if your room gets broken into in college, that's like really unnerving. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. And then, well, and it's even more unnerving when you know shortly after the break in, R. A. Kyle comes by. I'm sorry. I'll put an erect to have the key relock. The, uh, the lock rekeyed. How long does that take? A couple of days. <laughs> we'll sleep real soundly till then. I'm like, I, I will be right back at home until them locks are changed. She lives 30 miles away. Yeah. I will stay at home for three days. Call me when the locks are changed. This is classic college, though. You know, there's one guy who <laughs> fixes all the stuff in the dorm, and he's like, I'm not getting there until Thursday. Wednesday's light bulb day. And <laughs> Thursday morning, I got to clean out all the lint in the dryers. And then hopefully I'll get there Thursday afternoon, maybe Friday morning. And it's like, not you're not going to rush. You're not going to yeah. rush Daryl. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Kyle had so much promise as an RA. And mm-hmm. I'm really feeling him slip. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I'm I don't know. I had no promise when he reacted like a 19th century maiden when he saw the number 1227 i said this man does not have the constitution he does not have the strength for what is coming i mean when he was like giving the tour of the campus i was like he's got spark he's got charisma Uh he's trying to make jokes you know the people that give the campus tours it's like oh boy um it's always like yes you're the right people to be doing this but also you're the wrong people to be doing this (laughs) you know what i mean okay so Jenny says to Beth that may, it seemed like the person who was in there was looking for something. And maybe it was something related to Elaine. Maybe, maybe she didn't jump or fall. Maybe she was murdered. I said, Jenny, you just got here four hours ago. <laughs> How is that your first assumption? 
based on all the information you've been given. <laughs> Immediately. She's like, well, I think they were looking for something about the girl who died and she was murdered. Jenny, what do you say? Why don't you go run around the track field or something? Okay, because you are just coming out of left field with everything. And I guess it would have like made sense if maybe we had heard that her major was going to be like criminal studies or something. I know. But I know. she's just, yeah, it's like, why are you making this scarier? Like, I know. And, but, and I, I, that's how I am too. But like, she had downplayed everything else. And then she's like, now this is scary. And it's right. like, wait, what, what, if she got murdered, that's way scarier. And Beth is like, she didn't get murdered. The police were here. And I'm yeah. sure we both went, well, a lot of good that. Exactly. Is. Exactly. Hey, especially campus police. Campus police, I would rather have my four year old niece investigate things <laughs> and by four i mean she's five okay so i would rather have my five-year-old niece investigate a crime or like lassie you get lassie and any of my nieces or nephew together they're gonna do a better job than old bridge campus police <laughs> well i will say that something about old bridge is off because yeah, the name <laughs> well the name but like you know it we is. then cut to the first day of classes in the new semester and beth is in a red mini dress and heels mm -hmm. to go to class. Yeah. I said, what, W-U-T? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I said, Megan, how would you, like, if you went to class and you saw a girl dressed like this, mm -hmm. what would be your first thought? Oh, boy. I, I would think that she was in clothes from the night before. <laughs> like, it was, and I'd be like, was she at a wedding? Like, she's in <laughs> cocktail attire. Yes, it's, she is. So it's not even... And, like, I honestly think my first day of freshman year, I probably did wear, like, a jean and, like, a, a tank top and maybe did my yeah. hair and makeup. But to be in, like, a cocktail dress is so, so bizarre. So bizarre. The clothes only get crazier. Um, One little clothes detour <laughs> that is fun is that Jenny's mom, hot mom, works at a boutique called Blush. Yes. And I immediately wanted to go to Blush. Like, I wanted to touch <laughs> everything in Blush. I need to know, like, you know those stores in the mall that are, like, boutiques, quote unquote, and they're open for, like, two months and then you never yeah. see them again? That yeah, is yeah, Blush. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. touch everything and I want to... I want all the rayon tops they have. <laughs> well, while Beth is giving us blush vibes, giving us classy rayon cocktail dress, Jenny is just wearing her old bridge university sweatshirt and jeans. And sweatpants. No, she's a Naomi. She isn't a matching sweatshirt and sweatpants. She looked like an inmate. Like it was, <laughs> it was, she was an inmate here. She was in the entire wardrobe from Orange is the New Black. Okay, wow. So then I think you might be on the side of the professors because no. <laughs> because I didn't even clock it. I was like, okay, she's in t-shirt. And again, because she is, to me though, like I knew those girls, like she's an athlete. She's girl. a track girl, right? Yeah, yeah so yeah, she's yeah. like ready to run at any time. You know what I mean? She's always like wearing exercise. And you, they get all the clothes for free. I used to always say, because you know I love football and basketball players, um, and I dated a baseball player too. You know, it's like I would branch out a little bit. There was definitely a tennis house party I went to. But I was like, if I was a guy um, and not on any of the sports teams, I would go and I would buy head-to-toe Purdue gear, backpack, <laughs> hat, like yep. the thing to have my keys on, and I would wear it all, and I would just let bitches believe that I was on the football team. You know, I don't even, I could be 5'4". What do they know? And I'd be like, well, yeah. Because the more gear you have on the school, the yeah. 
bigger your scholarship is. (laughs) Okay, so you guys, that's a cool hack. Think about it. Do you live near (laughs) university? Are you trying to smash? Why don't you buy some gear? You got to (laughs) invest. Jenny goes into her first class, which is American history, taught by a mean, stuffy old man named yeah. Professor Harrington. R.A. Kyle is the TA. Of and course. no one likes him there either. <laughs> like, Kyle's job is, like, to hand the professor some papers, and uh. he is, like, Mr. Bean. He's just, like, flopping everywhere, dropping everything. And Professor Harrington is- I love that he's an RA and a TA. Because, like, that is who those people- Like, if you're an RA, you are a TA. Like, right, you're just exactly. a helper. You just He's love a helper. to help. Absolutely. And so what's more awkward than Kyle not being able to hand over papers without dropping them is, like, Jenny not realizing that a lecture class is not a conversation. Like, the teacher is obviously start Like, it's the first day of class. The man has just started talking, and she's, like, raising her hand and answering back. And it's like, do you yeah. not know yeah. how things work? And so it's very embarrassing for her. It's very sad to watch. Where does American history begin? This is a lecture, young lady, not a town hall. My questions are rhetorical. They really play up that she wasn't there for a semester. So it's like, yes. she, and it's like, she would know. You know, yes. like, he's like, yes. good morning. And she's like, good morning, professor. I know. And then after, after class, Jen and Kyle are talking, you know, where he's like, don't worry, Harrington's not so bad. You know, the professor who shamed her in front of everyone. But he says something that I thought was a bit excessive. It's my job to keep all the students on my floor safe. And I failed. Twice now. Okay, I'm sorry, but no RA I ever had was there to, like, actually do something. It was a fellow student who had no skills. Um, I think there's some RAs that take their job very seriously. You know, very seriously. I mean, I know he's a grad student, at least in this, because like before the RAs, it was like when I was a freshman, they were a sophomore. So at least he's like meant to be like a legal adult. Yeah. But it's like, babe, your job is just to make sure no one vomits in their bed. You know, like that's about it. I think you get room and board free. So exactly. That's kind of why you're here. (laughs) And like, that's the RA I want. I don't want the RA that's like, okay. And then on Thursdays, the entire floor eats together. It's like, no, I'm I'm a grown up. (laughs) I'm away from Peggy and Jeff, and I'm doing my own thing. So then Jenny goes into Psych 101, and she meets Dr. Devereaux, who is muscular um, and young and blow dries his hair. He's like, he's bearded kind of hot. I will say this. It's like, it's hard to tell if he's attractive or just very cocky. Yeah. Because he's got a real attitude problem. But you do see a difference because at least when Jenny raises her hand in that class, he doesn't treat her like a piece of crap the way the history teacher does. So at first you're like, oh, maybe Jenny will now have a professor who likes her, you know, and something that she's doing right. I immediately hated him, though. I think I find him to be very smug. He Mm -hmm. was in a skin tight sweater and a bow tie. I know. And even when even though he's like reactive to her when she answers, he's like negging her. We want to examine which is responsible for what, what is instinct, as Miss... Oh, oh, Willis, Jenny Willis, or Jennifer, yeah, Jenny. It's a lot of names. It feels very inappropriate, and I said I hope that he's the bad guy, because I hate him. You know, a lot of times in a Lifetime movie where, like, it's meant to be a surprise or a turn who the bad guy is, where it's like, the guy seemed nice, you know? Yeah. And then you discover a dark undertone. Nope. No, no, no. He trashed from the beginning. Bad. You're like, something about you sucks so hard. Uh, 
And so, yeah, I forgot the way he entered the room is slamming the door. And then it's like, what's that called? Did I make you jump out of your skin? It's like, yeah, that's an inappropriate way to enter. And you're a damn teacher. Like, what? what is this? You, there's shootings on campuses. We don't need to go around scaring people, Dr. D-Bag. I know. He's a mess. After that, Jenny goes to the library and she sees Sarah who ignores her. But Jenny is not having it. All right. Listen to them. Have it out. I don't dislike you. I dislike Beth. Why? Beth's nice. <laughs> Beth is as fake as $20 Prada. She wakes up every morning and she hides behind those dresses because she is too afraid to succeed in this world as what she really is. I'm sorry for ignoring you, whatever, but not in a fake nice just because. So what I have to choose between you two? Okay. I died when Sarah said that Beth was, quote, fake as $20 Prada. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, Sarah, you dress at Hot Topic. You know what I mean? Like, why are you shading her? And I just thought, like, $20 Prada, what a... What a deep cut. Maybe maybe there's more to Sarah than we thought. Yeah, I think that um, maybe Sarah's like a rich girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm too cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, Acting a, out. just a theory I have. It's never proven or disproven. Just, you know, sometimes we play little games in our head when we're watching these. Um, okay, so then it's nighttime. And we see a hand pouring something into a thermos. Classic professor. Right. And then we see the mean history professor from before. He goes into his office, he takes a sip from said thermos, and then starts to choke. Cut to the morning where he is being wheeled out with a sheet of over the his building. Face. Dead. Yeah. Dead. 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 Is it die- they said he died from a heart attack. Well, did he? Because we saw him drink from that thermos and then something exactly. happened. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, okay, he's... And, and so then I'm thinking to myself, who's killing him? Yeah, like, there did. was nothing about him. I was like, we knew nothing about him other than that he was, like, kind of mean. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, he died and I'm not quite sure why yet. Yeah, him and Elaine don't seem to have anything in common. You know, exactly. as far as, like, victims. <laughs> So then Jen- Jenny goes to Psych 101 again. She hands in her paper, which I-, I think Naomi and I both agree, way too early to have a paper due. I mean, what? You- your class is, what, Tuesday and Thursday at best? You want a paper written, like, in a day on the first day? And it's stapled. So it's, like, yeah. seven pages. Yeah. Yeah. It's long. Dr. picks it up and, like, skims it, basically, and then writes a big red C and hands it back to Jenny. Oh, but, you guys, let's paint the picture of how crazy this is. What is happening is he is walking through the lecture hall collecting papers, okay? So people, he's just supposed to be taking these papers. Right. Stops at Jenny, okay? No one else. And proceeds to stand there and read her paper like a weirdo. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it's so, it's just such an intense, obvious attempt to cut someone down. It's like, because I'm also like, you also do this in front of everybody. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's so mean. Everyone knows you suck. And that's what I mean. I'm like, how did this is where you said, like, how did you get tenure? Because, like, it'd be one thing if you were doing these kind of things, but behind closed doors where people would be like, you know, no one can corroborate or confirm. But the whole class saw you do this. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, it's behavior that it would kind of make sense if it came from like 
a, a Professor Harrington, like an yeah. old curmudgeon. Yeah. But the fact that this guy is like young and wears too tight express shirts, it feels mm-hmm. an extra level of inappropriate. It's like it also feels sexual in a way that's like not OK. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Well, Jenny goes up to him after class, which really made me like her. I said, okay, I like that Jenny is, like, not just going to, like, sit there and, like, cry, you know? Like, she was, like, she went up to him and listened to this. What was that? Dr. Davro. Excuse me? My students address me as Dr. Davro or professor. It's an honorific that shows respect. Well, you get respect by showing it to others. Hmm. Where did you learn that? A book about the great lessons of kindergarten? University is harder, Jenny. Consider it a lesson. And what, humiliation? And rising to the challenge. And you start by putting yourself together. This outfit, I don't know what you call that, frumpy tracksuit, you can do better. How dare you? You, you? I dare, because I care. You see, I can quote pithy aphorisms too. Okay, this is the moment where I think he's a cult leader. Yeah. He's doing the kind of like, let me break you down to build you up kind of thing. Then I'm like, oh, he's got a cult on campus. Yeah. There's like a secret society that's really a cult. And he is like trying to break Jenny so he can like keep her Ugh. locked in the basement. I truly want to get him fired. Like, I'm like, this is when you should call your mom and be like, mom, contact our lawyer. Because I think they you? have a lawyer and we're getting Dr. Devereaux out of here. Right? I was just like, I don't, I was like, I just didn't understand. I was like, there's so many reasons that man should not have a job. Right. So then we find out Um, Jenny is back with Beth and she's complaining about what Dr. Devereaux did to her in class. And Beth is not sympathetic at all because and here's a doozy of information. It's not like I was failing. I wore a nice dress and heels to Devereaux's class and got an A where I might have gotten a B. What about the girls who don't have a nice dress or don't look as good as you in one? Should they suffer because they won't flirt with the professor? Just because he marks me up for playing along doesn't mean he marks anyone else down who doesn't. He did it to me? If he had given you an A in front of everyone, would you be complaining? It's like my chemistry teacher once said, if you've got it, flaunt it. And somewhere underneath that, uh, what'd you say he called it? Frumpy tracksuit? You've got it. What? Absolutely. And it worked for her in his class last semester. Okay? So she's like, it's just what you have to do. And I said to myself, what is this college campus? This is 2021. (laughs) That's when the movie was. I know it's 2022, but it's from 2021. I'm like, what college campus? Would there be just like an accepted and known culture of wear bodycon dresses to class if you want to get an A? Why can't we just be in a push-up bra and jeans. I don't understand why it has to be cocktail attire. Like, these girls are in black tie. Like, what are, why is it so like formal? running across a campus in high heels. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've got to get to my next class. And then you just, like, break a heel. At multiple points, Beth is in cocktail attire and, and like, a flimsy flat. And I'm like, that doesn't even look good together. So now <laughs> I want to give you a bad grade because if you're going to be wearing body con, if you're going to be wearing Herb Liget, at least have a heel on. <laughs> Oh, my God. Every time Beth was in a dress, it just reminded me of Clueless and very like, it's an aliyah. You know what I mean? Uh, when yeah. she gets um, held up at gunpoint and she's like, I'm not sitting on the ground. The, my my favorite casting of the entire film, honestly, is the track coach. They, that woman <laughs> is a track coach. They pulled her off of 
real old bridge university because i believe it exists in massachusetts somewhere and they were like nancy we got a park for you <laughs> jenny and beth get back to their room and the locksmith is changing their lock and sarah's there and she's like pissed that they didn't tell her that someone had broken in but i was like sarah you refuse to talk to anybody and keep your headphones on i don't blame them for not telling you like no. you don't want to be included okay and then jenny goes back home to her parents house to do laundry and have dinner. And then she like, goes to Blush, mom's store. They're kind of putting out, doing a little makeover on they her. They have but- a makeup counter. Blush is one-stop shop, okay? You're yeah. going into Blush. You're getting an outfit. You're probably getting a shoe. You're getting a purse. And then you can also get your makeup done. That's why it's called Blush. And it all came together for me then. I said, this is a business. <laughs> <laughs> and her friend, oh my God. Oh, it's so <sighs> funny. Je- Jenny and her mom, I just can't. I, I know. can't believe it. How beautiful is she? Stop. You're going to have to bat the boys away. Or I could just go playing and not have to worry about them bothering me at all. Oh. Jen Jen, having boy troubles already? She's in college, Chris. They're not boys anymore. They're men. All right. You having men problems? No, I'm not. How about the cute jock? He's a jerk. Oh, do tell. Jenny's like very annoyed. She's not a fancy dress gal. She's not here for makeup. She just wants to run track on a scholarship. Okay, (laughs) leave her alone. But she tells her mom about the pressure to dress up in class and mom gets mad again. Yeah. And how much truth is there to this rumor? Please don't make a big deal out of it. Jenny, it is a big deal. If it's true, you should report him. Well, no one actually told me to dress up. Then what exactly have they told you? Nothing. But then she also tells her mom, and this is what I mean, she keeps baiting yeah, her mother. Because she then tells her mom, she's like, someone did break into our room. And I'm and it's still like, not coming home. And it's like, what? You had a lot what? of bad stuff happen. Thank you. And it's like, has it even been a full week? I just kind of feel like, I don't know what you think you're doing. Like, she's like, I'm asserting myself. And it's like, Jenny, honey, you sound like a fool. I'm not moving home. You are. Mother. Daughter. Someone broke into your room and you've been hiding it from me. Lying to me about it. I didn't lie about anything. Sin of omission. Get in the car. No! Others are telling girls to dress up for grades and a professor died. He had a heart attack. Get in the car! I'm going back to school. You're not. You said yourself, I can make my own decisions. Good ones. (sighs) Jennifer? Jennifer! That night, Jenny goes back to the dorms. Yeah, she goes back to campus. And it's like after midnight. Mm -hmm. And Jenny says she's going to, quote, go downstairs to the dining hall to get a snack. Mm -mm. I said, this is not a thing. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. There is no open cafeteria 24 hours a day where they let children just go get things. (laughs) It's like, I'm sorry, what? No, even in my sorority, the kitchen was locked. And that may be... (laughs) (laughs) many different levels you know but no she goes down and it yeah she's true but she's not even in the dining hall part of it like she's in the kitchen she's like right she's in the back area she's running an industrial refrigerator (laughs) but and it's also like considering this is a girl who remember the first thing she assumed when she got in that room was that someone had been murdered okay that's her first thought best thought she's also had her room broken into and we're supposed to assume she's got a bum knee so she's not gonna be able to make a quick getaway i said honey that's what the mini fridge is for that should be in your room and you need to keep a yogurt you should not be going anywhere i'm sure sarah has snacks eat sarah's (laughs) no you can't eat sarah's snacks sarah will cut you in your sleep if you eat her snacks right but like a spooky um 
It, yeah, it's spooky down there. It's pitch It does black. not look open and available. Okay, no. if it was open and available for 24-hour use, there would be a light on. Okay. And a figure comes out and, like, scares her. <laughs> Kyle, what the heck? I, I, sorry, I, I didn't mean. I just I just saw you and thought that I died. Scare me half to death? And it's R.A. Kyle. R.A. Kyle, just creep it up on people. And he's like, I saw you here and wanted to check on you. It's like, what? Kyle, you're so awkward and you're so bumbling again. I know, but I got kind of sad because, like, at this point, Kyle is her only friend. Yeah. You know, and that's not a great sign. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, we're, like, Jenny is struggling. Right. You know, to adjust. Right, 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 right. She really is. And, and, and it's not her fault. It's not being made easy. And throughout the film, we're seeing like um, cuts to like her trying to improve on the track. Like she's just got she's got a lot going on. I know. I know. The next we see, though, Jenny is in American history. Now there's a new female history teacher. Remember, Mr. Harrington died. OK. <laughs> and so there's a new female teacher. Jenny's in class and she gets an A on her paper. Yep, We love it. Then she goes into another class. This is another male teacher we have not seen before. I don't even know what the class is. <laughs> she gets a C. Okay? So it's A from the lady, C for the man. So then the next thing we see, Jenny's back in her dorm room, and Beth is standing in front of her holding up a little black dress. And Sarah, she's like, Do you even hear yourself? I mean, do you have any self-respect at all? Yes. Enough to shower and put on nice clothes every day. Where's your self-respect, Sarah? In here, Beth. In my heart where I protect it with everything I've got from disgusting, degrading sellouts like you. Said you wanted to choose? Choose. And so Jenny's like, I'm going to go with Beth because <laughs> I need to get A's so I can get my scholarship back. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Sarah's like, oh, you're the worst, you know, and just like stomps out of the room. Yeah. So we see Beth, like, giving her a makeover. She's yep. wanding her hair. She's got a black cocktail attire dress that, like, you... If I would be embarrassed if I was wearing this before exactly. 9 p.m. But it's 8 a.m. And then we see her, like, bump into Kyle in the hallway. And he gives her, like, a, a up-and-down look. And you can tell that he's... Like, yeah, he's like, oh, gross. You've become one of those. Yeah. Oh, and then she gets into psych class. I'm obsessed with this. I think what Lifetime is showing us is other girls coming into class dressed up. Yes. But one girl has on what can only be described as an eighth grade dance dress. <laughs> the girl in and, glasses. The girl in glasses. Because I do think she, I clocked it. And she she hasn't brushed her hair. <laughs> and, like her hair has not been brushed. And it's like, girl, that's a miss. Okay. Like we can't be doing we can't be doing eighth grade dance dresses and not at least running a comb through it. And I I don't brush my hair, but I'm also not wearing yeah, the and then the girl in the glasses. It's like the they it's like Beth is really trying. These other girls are trying less and less. But Professor Davro approves, okay? And he's like you know, yes. you're finally looking like someone who cares, basically. And then later when Jenny goes into the dining hall, she sees Beth. Beth who orders, and I quote, a salad. Just a salad. <laughs> uh, not a type of salad. She didn't request no toppings. She said, I'll have a salad. But Jenny comes up and shows her <laughs> that she got a B on her psych paper. So obviously the dress did something, you know, and Beth is like, yes, you're doing it. Back up from C's. Wonder what I have to do to get the grade I actually deserve in this class. Stop wearing anything at all. A 
B is not really a big isn't. enough I mean, like, increase. It's got to be a B plus. Like, it's like, you know, I need a plus. I think it's got to be an A. I think it's got to be an A. Then the next class, Professor Davro hands Jenny an invitation, which I thought was so funny. An invitation to a, quote, mentorship dinner. And I'm telling you a literal invitation, yeah. you guys. It is an envelope that she opens and inside is an engraved, embossed invitation. So I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. And I paused it. Invitation was Okay, wrong. I did notice that and I didn't know if, In- okay, you know, great. I was like, y'all, I did clock it. I did. It was spelled invitatio. Uh-huh, <laughs> invitatio. <laughs> Which I was like, maybe that's like a, maybe that's a Roman <laughs> spelling of it. But when this is happening, I'm like, this is so inappropriate, but this does happen in Harry Potter too. But like, do they hand them the envelope in the classroom? No, they get an owl to do it off hours. Okay. I said yeah. she couldn't get an email. She couldn't. Again, this is what I mean. Yeah. Daffro does all his dirty out in the open. There is no way this man right. would still have a job. There would just be no way. And is it nice? And so um, Jenny's like, this seems shady. And Beth is like, it's totally legit. Lots of faculty, male and female, students too. They talk about internships, jobs after graduation, make connections for you. I can't believe the girl who's fighting with everything she has to get her travel scholarship back is getting crushed so easily by putting on a dress and heels. You guys also have to know this is taking place at a mansion, okay? Like an old mansion mm-hmm. with a grand staircase, okay? Something you would have for a debutante ball where people would introduce themselves. Like, I mean, it is like black tied to the max, okay? And so I thought it was so funny too that like, he was like, well, J- Jenny, Dr. Davros like, Jenny, why don't you go meet that person who does athletic endorsements? And it's like, Jenny can't even run. What kind of endorsement <laughs> she gonna get? She can't even run. Right. I was like... Wait, the, oh, I don't think college... I don't think college track people get athletic endorsements unless they're Olympians. I that's this well, no. not from what I know that's yeah, not know. happening. It's like best case we could be doing for these gals is getting them to a job fair. Right. You know, like we we don't need to be at Inventatio right. Black Tie Gala where they're wearing the dresses that they wear to your class. I feel like at best they could have like you know what it could have been it should have been like oh Jenny you should meet that um high school track coach who's looking for an assistant. Like, that's the level exactly. of work we can expect to be getting for Jenny at this juncture. So, at one point, um, Jenny's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And Beth's like, oh, okay, it's up here. And Jenny's like, come with me. And then Dr. Devereaux's like, Beth, come meet this person. And Beth goes, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, just, Beth is so classic, like, does not give a damn. And so Jenny goes up the stairs of this mansion by herself and... Beth's like, make sure you check out the art room or whatever. Um, so they're, you know, we're led to believe there's fine works of art in here. And then Dr. Devereaux comes in. Impressive collection, isn't it? Yeah. Um, whose is it? I mean, whose whose house are we in? Mine. Uh, this is a really nice house. Thank you. Y'all, this giant mansion with an entire museum in it belongs to the psychology professor and i'm like what like babe have you even written a book what do you have that would get you all these riches and he's like this is from all my travels you know i've i've, I've lived internationally uh, and it's like, uh, the way he talks it's so like, gross it's so and i can imagine how they wrote this speech or wrote this script as they like wrote him like so pompous and then they were like we need to go through and like thesaurus everything 
because he's like using words that you're just like, shut up, Devereaux head. And he acts like he's world yeah. famous. Yeah. You know, like, you know, when sometimes you're reading books and they're like, and the author, it's like authors like aren't famous. On the site. <laughs> you know, like there's definitely some names that I hear. You think I know what Nicholas Sparks looks like? <laughs> So he's like, well, I'm world famous Dr. Devereaux. It's like you. I know. Suck. But, you know, what does he do, though? When he's talking to her being pompous, he pours her a drink. OK, even though the underage children shouldn't be having alcohol. But he waits till they're by themselves in his little museum room. And he has a little something to say. Listen to this. You know, decades ago in the 60s, it would be unheard of for a woman to show up to class and Sweatpants and a torn t-shirt. So should I get a pink and gray sweater and a circle skirt with a poodle on it? You joke, but it was the same for men. 18, 19, 20-year-olds would show up to school every day in a suit and tie. A white dress shirt, starch collar, and polished black wingtips. It was the same at the office. Any office. It showed respect for their institutions, their colleagues, themselves. Oh! Why? This is the Why do you care so much about clothes? <laughs> so, and it's like you dress like shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Dr. Devereaux. This isn't nice. These aren't even Brooks Brothers. You look like you shop at an outlet mall. <laughs> it was just so gross to me when he's like, is it too much to ask for you to show a little appreciation? Like, it like turned my stomach. And then, of course, he kisses her against her will. Okay, so she like runs out of there. Very similar. Right, 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 right. And, and Beth is with yeah. her. And Beth was, was shockingly helpful and sympathetic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, I'm sorry, Jenny. I'm so sorry. Dr. Devro never did anything like that to me. Not all last year. The dresses? Yeah. But kissing? I guess he upped his game. Monday morning, conduct office. No. I don't want to get into a political war with the professor my first month at school. Or ever. The next we see Jenny, she's like on the track, her knee is getting better, her running's improving. And she's back to wearing her casual clothes, okay? She's giving us yeah. her gym rat vibe. And yeah. when she's in her next psych class, Dr. Davro asks her to volunteer for something, and she's like, no. Participation is not optional in my class. When I call on you, you come. Privilege of authority. You won't break me. I what? And in front of the whole class, he changes her grade from a B to a D. Okay? B as in boy to D as in dumb. Can you imagine? There's not one other, like, women's studies major who's like, you can't do this. You know, that's college is filled with you can't do this. And no one is old bridge. We got a bunch of damn followers. It's so because it's like, and then he's like, "Can I get a volunteer?" And then they all raise their hands. It's like you, scum. spineless, spineless, Dr. Devereaux, you're not getting an invitation, okay? <laughs> I could not believe it. So after class, Jenny confronts him again because she's not backing down, and he basically is like, "There's nothing you can do because I've got tenure," and it's he said, she said, and you're like, "Okay, true. sad, sad, okay. but true." Oh my god! So then. When Jenny goes back to her room, she asks Beth to come with her to report him. And she says, no. She's had it. So then she goes, she's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to talk to like the one teacher 
who seems to be normal and cool, which is the new female history teacher who gave her that A and doesn't care what she wears. And Jenny goes to find her, goes to her office, and she finds her making out with Davro. (laughs) The history teacher is making out with Davro. In their office, which during, I have to assume, is office hours because it's when Jenny goes to And she's like, close the door. Megan, I have to take a break. This is too insane. I said, when he making out with her and she just got here a week ago. I can't. I need to take a break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, we're, we're back. back. And I'm still Titties. reeling from the fact that Davro has got himself with every woman on campus i don't even understand his paws on every booty he can i eh, eh. well you think he knows no bounds because the next thing we see is jenny's mom i forgot drive (laughs) onto campus and the next thing she is having a walk and talk with dr davro yeah i can only speak for myself of course but i found jenny to be a treasure bright confident qualities she apparently inherited uh, would you, uh, I feel terrible even asking this, Snowpaw Mom times a thousand, but, uh, would it be okay with you if I checked in every now and then just to see how she's doing? Of course. Anytime. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I said, ma'am, you are married to a hardworking man back home. Okay. They they had a familiarity that I was like, do they know each other? Like, I thought it was going to be revealed that, like, they had dated in college. <laughs> like, I'm like, who, when did, uh, and you know, Peg, she gets in, in mm-hmm, my life. Mm-hmm. If she drove to Purdue and talked to one of, like, where did you even thank find you, this man? Thank you. It's like he just sits and waits and looks out his window for blondes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, somebody's here. Like, uh, what do you, it, it, uh, you're choosing Davro to check in with based on the fact that he flirted with you and you thought he was cute. Jenny didn't tell you this is a professor that she liked, was close to, or spoke right. with. What would he be able to what would right. he be able to tell you, Mom? Wow, great point. I'm gonna need you to, you know, sort of look in on my mothering from time to time. Well, I was livid and I was on Jenny's side because when Jenny sees her mom later, mom tells her that she talked to Davro. Jenny is pissed, and I'm like, you are right. Okay? Yeah. And because it's an invasion and also he's the man harassing her who also did assault yeah. her. Um, Jenny does work at a Freshens frozen yogurt and they do use the Freshens sign. And so I'm glad that there was a brand tie-in <laughs> and it did make me want Froyo. And 
what like her mom is like drinking a smoothie mm-hmm. or something. She's like, this is so good. And Jenny's like, that's like 700 <laughs> calories. And then the mom stops. <laughs> Honestly, they're sisters. They're sisters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about yes. Yes. in this film. We get freshman 15 yep. um, mentioned a lot. We get sophomore 60. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I said, honey, that's not real. A lot of mention about what we're eating. And like the thing, like at first I was like, ugh, this is, and then I'm like, but that's like what happens in college. Like yeah. that actually is accurate. It just, you know, it just bummed me out a little bit. Well, especially a college where you have to wear cocktail attire. Exactly. <laughs> I'm also sitting here, and I'm sure you realized this before I did, that like there must be something to the fact that he's a psychology professor and he's able to like manipulate all these different people. Well, right, 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 right. He's a cult leader. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He has the yeah. skills. He's a sociopath who's learned the tools to make people bend to his will. All right. Yeah. So after Jenny runs off because she's so mad at her mother, we see her in her dorm room and she's crying. And Sarah walks in. Sorry, you got stuck with two fake roommates. I shouldn't have said that. Look, I know, I know I've been mean, but if you want to talk, what's with the change of heart? Do you want to go to the park? They're about to, like, pack a bag to go to the local fair, is what it looks like. I mean, they're like, let's go to the park. And then I was like, okay. And then Beth ends up coming in the room, like, at the same time. And then basically Jenny's like, do you want to come too? Jenny was like, you should come along. And I'm like, that's not, I know, that's like the worst thing in the world. I'd be like, literally, I would, if I had been Sarah, I would have been like, I'm sick. And I would have just laid in bed. Yeah. She, it it was, it it was like, and it was very obvious to us as the viewer that Sarah wanted to like speak to Jenny privately. And that means like, not with Beth specifically. I know. know. And so I felt like Jenny, I don't know. Cause then like, basically the next thing we see you guys, they're in line for a Ferris wheel. This is why I said it's a local fair. But there's no other rides. We, it's a giant field and all there is is a Ferris wheel. And it also looks like it's about to rain, (laughs) which doesn't seem like say Ferris wheel. So the three of them get onto the Ferris wheel, but the Ferris wheel like has a mechanical issue and gets like stranded. And there's also no payoff. I know. (laughs) Well, I think the Ferris wheel gets stranded because basically it gives Sarah time to reveal while they're up in the air that Davro had also blackmailed her for sex when she was in his class and did the same to Elaine. It was horrible. I felt so, so dirty. And so I stopped. And then when I did, he didn't just drop me back down to the grades I was getting before. He, he failed me like, like F's. And he had other professors do it too. He had other professors do it to me. And Elaine. Wait, what? She was brave, like you. She was gonna report him. And then she just falls from the dormitory roof. Beth is like, like refuses to believe that Davro did something to Elaine, even though Sarah is certain of it. And Sarah is afraid to say anything because apparently Davro like tarnished her name to other professors. Yeah, went to other professors. And like got them to bring her grade down, which I was like, what is we, it? How is this man running this entire campus? Old Bridge? You need an investigation. Absolutely. We need to do something. Outside. We need an outside source to come in and investigate this. The dean needs to resign. It's insane. It's insane. <sighs> so 
you know, basically it's like something's happened, but we can't say anything and we're so afraid. And Beth is like, I think you're all overreacting. And it's like, this is why no one wanted you to come, Beth. Okay. Of course. So. Right. Of course. Next, Jenny's in psych class again. And she gets her next paper and it's got a big fat F on it. Okay. And she stands up and she's like, Are you kidding me? Sit down, Miss Willis. Me? Sit down? How about you? Stand up. And you? Okay, what's more important, an A in misogynistic psychology or integrity for the rest of your lives? That's enough. Yeah, it is. One more word from you and I will drop you from this class with an incomplete. Word. That is the perfect example of borderline personality disorder. How does this man have a job? I, I that's I, it's so this one's even crazier that no one's like I know what dude. I also think it's kind of wild because he's like, if you leave, say one more word, and I'm giving you an incomplete. And she goes a word, <laughs> which I did love. Um, but I'm like, why were you still writing papers? Yeah. There's not a word. Like I would have been like out of this yeah. class. Not first of all, what college class makes you write ten papers? <laughs> a That's paper a week. We- a no. paper a week. Excuse me, I will take one exam and write one paper, and you better give me a year better. <laughs> but I'm like, wh- h- why are you still trying? I know, I know, I know. I no way. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be trying to get my running scholarship back because I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> so after this incident, though, Jenny is like, nope, I'm reporting him, and Sarah actually decides to go with her. So it's like, okay, they're getting their strength up. They're gonna go in together. And as they're, like, walking across campus, they sit down. They're, like, sitting on a railing. I knew this was a bad idea. When you saw this, what'd you think? I said, why do y'all need to take a break and you ain't even at the office yet? Go over there and report him. Don't stop. Don't look back. I could understand them getting, like, their stories together, but they sit. So it's a bench. There's a bench. And they put their feet on the bench. And then they put their butts on the ledge above the bench. And it's like, no. That's not, like... That's not how you mm-hmm. sit. Get back on the Thank Ferris you. wheel and try Thank this Thank again. You. So, of course, someone runs up and pushes them off of the yep. ledge. And Sarah falls, smacking the back of her head on the pavement. And Jenny is like, managed to hang on to the ledge. Like Spider-Man. Yeah. And Spider-Man. who comes and helps pull her up? But Dane. I forgot. No, I forgot. Dane I forgot existed. he existed. I, <laughs> I don't know why it wasn't R.A. Kyle. Thank you. I didn't know why it wasn't R.A. Kyle either. I was like, why is Dane, especially because it's like when you first meet him, he is like an asshole and like he's not nice. Yeah. But then he's like, I didn't break into your room. So you're supposed to think, okay, he didn't do that. But it's like, I don't know. Him is savior. Why, why yeah, I was like, here? Dane? Then I'm like, maybe Dane. I'm like, maybe Dane right. did it. <laughs> because he seemed like, wh- why is he here? Exactly. So then then we cut to the hospital. Sarah's in the hospital in a yeah. coma. Well, that's what happens when you hit your brain on the <sighs> ground. Oh, my God. So what does Jenny do? Calls her mommy. Calls her mom. Calls her mommy. <laughs> gives her an update. And this one's not good. Honey, are you Okay. I messed everything up. I, I, I dressed up for Dr. Davro and then he attacked me and I think he killed a lady and he might have just killed Sarah also. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming, I'm coming, okay? But 
mom is held up when two random teens uh, steal from blush and like pushes a clothing rack onto her, knocking her over. They're the worst shoplifters ever, too. They're like, take this. No, no, no. Shove this in your bag. No, this one. It's like that. But you guys, I've never shoplifted yeah. actually. Um, but I'm like, that's not. I think you just go in the dressing room and put stuff on and then walk out. I don't think you're supposed to go. <laughs> and then push over people like they're gonna. It catch was crazy because at first, because they were so um obvious, <laughs> obvious, I almost was like, okay, is this set up to stop mom from going to get her? That's what I thought. I was like, too. okay, they must be like operatives for Davro. A, a conspiracy that extends outside of Old Exactly. Bridge. So I was like, maybe. But I was like, okay, you got these people 30 <laughs> miles away. I don't think so. You can't have people tailing blush, you know? <laughs> so then that happens. And basically, Jenny calls Beth. And Beth is back in the dorm room. And she's like, someone trashed our room again. And Beth is certain it's Dane, but Jenny's like, No, Beth, Dane's with me. He's been with me all day. Someone tried to kill me and Sarah. What? Are you okay? Sarah's in a coma. Alive, but the police are here. Jenny, listen. Whoever attacked you, whoever was here, they're not done. But Jenny's like, It's Davro. Okay? It's Davro. This man is evil. But even though there's a police officer in the hospital room with her and Sarah, she doesn't want to say anything because she's like, I don't have proof. But why wouldn't you tell the cop? Exactly. Also, again, there are 40 to 50 other students in Psych 101 who will corroborate your right. stories. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and and I'm almost wondering now if they had Dane there because Jenny's like, Dane has been with me the whole time. It wasn't yeah. Dane. Like, if that's probably why he had to... Push, uh, or he why he had to like save her? her because we needed him to have an alibi. Maybe. You're probably right. Well, as this is all going on, we cut to something that really came out of left field for me. Davro <laughs> and the new history teacher yep. in his house, like date night, sitting on the couch, and she's like, "Let's go out." She wants to go on a date, and he's like, "No, I think we should stay in the house. We don't need to be fueling the rumor mill. People don't need to see us together." Sir, you. You should have been fired for 75 different things. You having a drink with the history teacher is the least of your concerns. You. Also, as they're sitting there, the local news comes on and he's like, I find local news. And I want you to picture this voice on like a man you would swipe left on on Tinder. OK, so he's like, I find local news to be abhorrent or something <laughs> terrible. And you're like, shut and it's, of course, the local news is covering the fact that two girls were pushed off of a ledge. Okay? So, <laughs> abhorrent to him. Abhorrent. Okay? So, the history teacher, she goes into his office. I guess she's just, like, kind of bored. And, yeah, annoying. Or maybe she, I don't know what. She's just like, okay, I'm going to get away from you because you're annoying. And she goes into his office and she sees the hoodie that the attacker from earlier, again, because he was just on the local news, like a shaky video of it. What the attacker was wearing. But but was the attacker wearing something specific enough for her to... That's what I will say. Because also, too, we see <laughs> okay. her in a dark room. So we also don't yeah. get a good look at whatever she's seeing. So it's like, okay, you saw a hoodie. I don't really know if like yeah. a black hoodie is proprietary to a pusher. But... No. But then he, Devereaux, comes in and she's like, I didn't know that you jogged. And he's like, I do. And then basically he closes in on her. But we don't know what happened. Yeah. We just cut to Jenny and Dane walking back to the dorm. And Jenny is like, 
limping again. Again, the limp is coming and going. Again, and I that's what I was It's coming and going. I think what happens is like she's limping, she's like trying to get better at running, and then I think she overdoes mm-hmm. it on the track. And then she sets okay. herself back. That's my theory. Okay. Well, and she did get pushed off a ledge. And so it's like maybe it re-aggravated mm-hmm, the injury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Getting pushed off a ledge will do that. So Jenny's mom is coming to pick her up. Jenny goes back to her room. Oh my God, are you all right? <sighs> yeah, I'm just exhausted. I'm going to shower, then my mom's coming to get me. What? You should come with me. At least for a few nights. It's, it's not safe here. Yeah, okay. Uh, you take a shower and relax, and I'll pack some stuff. She goes in. She takes a shower. And then we see her blow-drying her hair. Megan, if you're about to go to your home, <laughs> where your parents live, where you have a room, but why would you choose to shower in a public dorm bathroom? And why wouldn't you bring someone with you? Like, the shower, I was like, all right, she's been in a hospital. She got pushed off a ledge. Maybe she's got some germs issues. But then when she's blow drying her hair, I'm like, there isn't a... And like, Jenny has the type of hair that's like, it doesn't even need to be blow dried. Yeah. Like, if if you let it air dry, it's going to be... Right, straight. right, right. That I'm like, oh my God, does she think her mom's going to be mad at her if she doesn't blow dry her hair? Like, she's she looks like she's getting ready to go I know, up. she's like, taking a lot so, of time. A lot of time. It's so insane. I know. Um, And then who comes in is R.A. Kyle. And so, uh, you know, they have like a little moment and then he goes into a shower stall with his shirt on. With I know. Well, he goes to the stall with his shirt on. But then from the bat, from the mirror, Jenny can see when he takes his shirt off that he's got like a big cut on his shoulder. Yeah. The c- same area and, you know, bloodiness as the person who was rifling through their room yeah. the very first night she got there. Yes. He broke into the room. I saw his shoulder. Hey. Did you kill Elaine? No. Why did you break in? Do you have a key? Elaine gave me the key. Why would she give you I, the key? I loved her. We were dating all last year, all summer. Elaine never dated. It's not allowed for RAs and undergrads, so we didn't tell anyone. What? What? And then he also says, I only came in your room that first time. I didn't do the most recent break-in. Right, so, sir... When your excuse is, I only did the first break-in, you are on thin ice. You do not have a leg to stand on. This is not making sense. And then he's like, as as proof, here's a picture of me and Elaine. (laughs) He has one photo. It's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, the reason I I broke into your room is because Elaine texted me right before she fell off the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And she had incriminating photos hidden somewhere in this room that she printed out. Which is good she printed them because her phone was destroyed when she fell. Yeah. And so it's like Elaine, I guess, was planning ahead because I think, I also think it's very funny that they had to, um, you know, justify why someone would have a printed photos. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, why would a 19-year-old... She's making a scrapbook. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what? And they're like, okay, right, right, smart, smart. Elaine was thinking ahead. And so Beth is like, I don't buy this story. And Jenny's like, well, it doesn't hurt to look. And it's like, well, if he's bad, it does hurt exactly. to look. Because he's going to bonky on the head. Exactly. Um, so then they start looking. And Beth is only like half looking. Yeah. But that kind of fits with Beth. Right, you know, exactly, exactly. Just like, 
She's basically just like hitting a pillow. Yeah. And um, Jenny's like, you know, going under the bed. Da, 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 da. And so Jenny lays down on the bed and like feels behind where the headboard bumps up to the wall and pulls out a manila envelope. Hello. You know, you know, juicy things are kept in manila envelopes. Oh, okay. Yes. Manila envelopes are only for tea. Okay. Yep. So Jenny finds the envelope. She and Kyle, like, you know, just open it and look. And inside are pics of Dr. Davro and Beth. Mm -hmm. Honey, I didn't see that twist coming. I didn't think it would be Beth. I thought it would be Elaine. I thought it would be, like, him doing something to her. Because the whole time, Beth has been like, oh, I never did anything with him. Like, when he tries to kiss Jenny at the party, she's like, no, I had my tits out in class, but I never (laughs) kissed him. I know. She's like, he never did anything. He just wants us to look pretty. And so (laughs) suddenly we see these pictures and Beth brings us this twist. Listen to this. Beth, you, but what if he forced you? He didn't force me. I love Dr. Davrov. He's brilliant and beautiful. A genius. You told me to dress up for him. You, You told me about the study... With the art, you you delivered me. I was trying to help you get your grades up, get you your track scholarship. But he was right. You're so ungrateful. And so was Elaine. Now, throughout all of this monologue, Beth has grabbed a gun from her closet and is pointing it at Kyle and Jenny. Big old gun. Big old gun. I was like, talk about roommate from hell. Gun in the closet? In college? The reason she's doing all this is because she loves Dr. Navarro. I know. And it's like, oh, sweetheart, sweetheart. So he does have a cult. This is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And so with the gun pointed at Kyle, he's like, give me your phone. You know, because basically she wants to get the texts that Elaine sent him. Because it does make it seem like. Someone had motive to kill Elaine right. based on the text. Right. And so Jenny gives the photos to Beth, the manila envelope. And then Kyle throws his cell phone at Beth's head. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love So it. good. Gets her off balance. Because basically she's like, ow. And, you know, and they use that moment to run off. And they're like running down the stairs. You got to remember Jenny's got this bum knee. And they're on the 12th floor. And Beth is following them through the dorm with a gun in her hand. Big gun. Nobody. There's nobody around here no. to make a call. Old Bridge. Old Bridge students, they can't be trusted. <laughs> That's the, It's like, you know, real hero, real villain. The real villain is the other students at Old <laughs> University. Um, so we're cutting between this chase happening and then Jenny's mom, who did stay at Blush to give a police report Absolutely. about the... <laughs> she protects her business. She has to protect her business. We're like cutting between and like her mom's trying to find her. Like she's almost there. Da, da, da. Okay, so... They are, like, running to the police station? Was that their plan, Naomi? Girl, I don't know. They was running somewhere. I believe they were running to campus security. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, they are going to help. It's like, my, it's like, the girl had a gun in her dorm room. Obviously, campus security is not <laughs> doing stuff. <laughs> but Beth is, of course, able to catch them because she's in a car. <laughs> she's in a yellow Jeep Wrangler, which, which is such a best Such car. an evil person car as well. But also, yeah, perfect. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, it is a yellow Jeep. And it's, like, detailed. It has, like, mountains painted on it. I'm like, this is Beth. Oh, my gosh. So Beth, basically, as she points a gun at them, she tells them, you know, her plan is basically to set Kyle up. 
Kyle finds out that the love of his life is sleeping with Dr. Davrow to get her grades up and in a jealous rage, throws her off the rooftop. What are you talking about? I'm talking about how Jenny found the scratch she gave to the guy who broke into our room under your arm. And you killed her. It's just lucky that I got here in time to shoot you with your own gun before you got away with murder. Again. Beth, please, you don't, you don't have to do this, Beth. So I was like, oh my God, you cannot kill sweet bumbling Mr. Bean Kyle. 1227. I wanted him to say that as he passed, but it was like <laughs> breathy 1227. But then we hear the sound of sirens and then that makes Beth like turn and look. And while she's looking away, Jenny like comes up to her and starts, they're like wrestling the gun away. Mm-hmm. Jenny's trying to wrestle the gun away from Beth just as Jenny's mom pulls up to this whole but, scene. Like, how, how did the mom know where they were? Well, I assume that Remember, because the lights from the yellow Jeep Wrangler are on them, she's uh-huh. driving okay. and sees basically sees her daughter like in and the light. And it's like, oh, I guess we're not going to the exactly. Door. And so she's okay, like, gotcha. pulls up. You know, I liked you. You are a way better roommate than Sarah, but at least she shut up. Now look what you made, Kyle. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Kyle! 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 Okay. Hey. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. We need help. And then out of the shadows, with gloves on, comes Dr. Davereau. Dr. Davereau. Because literally mom is, and it's also like the creepiest way to do it too. Mom is on the phone talking to 911 and she's like, we need a doctor. And he comes, he's like, I'm a doctor. Psychology. Does that help? Ugh. Oh, I was like, ew, ew, not, ew. Not what we meant. Thank you. We want an MD. Thank you. And then like, basically, he starts talking about how he killed Professor Harrington, the old the old American history teacher, just because he was like, he he was looking at me. Yeah, I, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, justice uh, for Dr. Harrington. Um, but it's like, yo, you didn't need to kill him. That seemed like an overstep. Also, where's the American history exactly. uh, professor? The mom is luckily close enough to reach over, grab the gun that has been knocked out of Beth's hand, and then shoots Dr. Devereaux. You really did raise a fine, fine daughter, Mrs. Willis. I know. Shoots Davro as he's coming in on Jenny. I said, really, there are like three people here in this field. You think you're going to kill all of them, Davro? Like, I don't get how he's going to do this. Right. Well, honey, next thing we do, we cut to Kyle being wheeled into an ambulance. He is alive. Okay. He made it. And Jenny. And they're not and they're not moving very fast. No, either. no, no. Like he has a gunshot wound in his stomach. And they're doing like the they're basically putting like a blanket over yeah. him. You know? <laughs> well, and then Jenny, can you say it? Because I can't. Because it was like yeah, I can't. Okay. So Jenny walks up to his um bleeding gunshot wound self and goes, Kyle, you know what RA stands for? Really awesome. <laughs> Hey, you know what RA stands for? 
really awesome. This man has been shot in the stomach. <laughs> and that's what you got to say? Naomi, he was on. He loved it, though. It finally, <laughs> finally, someone showed him the respect that he had been wanting. <laughs> oh, my God. I screamed when she said that. There's there's something left. Oh, yeah. We are 30 seconds to the end of this film. And maybe the wildest thing happens well, still yet. I mean, so we are now, you know, some amount of time. Our later. lifetime coda. Like, classic lifetime yeah. coda. Okay? Yes. Some time has passed. They don't, we are recovering. they don't tell us. Yeah. So Jenny is running on the indoor track. All of her friends and family are there <laughs> watching. And the track coach, who is brilliant casting, you know, has like her stopwatch. So Jenny runs and literally it's just like, how did I do? And the track coach is like, you did it. Like, you went faster. We don't know yeah, what faster, faster is. Okay? And, and then Jenny says... Fast enough to get my scholarship back. And the track coach is like, it's still not my decision. It's up to the athletic director. And then she, we, the camera follows her eyeline to a white woman with gray hair and a, a librarian, a serious a librarian. face, a serious face. And the woman just nods a single nod. No line. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this woman she, was in craft services and they said, can you get on camera yes. real quick? Uh, and and the thing is, I think they filmed it separately. <laughs> I think it was a total, I don't think anyone else was there. They were like, oh, we need something. Here. They were like, we need and it to we, bring it together. When we point the camera at you, not. Yeah. Because there's never been a woman who looked less like an athletic director. <laughs> she had zero lines. She wasn't filmed with anyone else. I, it was... It was probably my favorite final moment we've ever seen in one of our movies. Well, to me, well, I'm sorry, you, the moment after that is what kills me. Because <laughs> then, after the nod, the Sishiester's athletic scholarship, she, Jenny, gets in a group hug with all of her college friends, including people we have never seen her with before. Okay? I yeah. said, who is this girl? And it was like, <laughs> Dane, one of the kids at the lunch table, mom. Yeah. And there's some the random people where I was like, we don't know these people. How are they in a group hug together? Then after that, okay, so this is a coda on a coda. We cut to Jenny and Sarah in their dorm room, which I would say at this point, you need to get a new dorm room. I would say like, y'all should be allowed to have a different room because a lot has happened in there. The locks are obviously delicate. Two, two breakings. Two roommates have died. I mean. The last two roommates have been... Well, I assume Beth has. Uh, who knows where Beth yeah. is, actually. But it's like, again, Old Bridge University, let the bed air Thank out. You. We don't need to get someone in there Thank immediately. You. And who's coming in halfway through second semester? A crazy person. <laughs> so it's like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Well, and again, who's there but mom, the woman who mom. can't let go of her child and let her live alone. Mom is there with champagne, toasting as they welcome a new roommate, Kyle brings in a new roommate, and everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the motion picture. <laughs> welcome, roomie. Welcome, roomie. <laughs> they have a sign. And it's like, are they going to tell her the story? <laughs> I wanted, I really hope that, I wish what we had seen actually is like, you know, because Kyle brings her in. I wish we had seen Kyle's where he goes, 1227. 1227. <laughs> Because there's a lot that's happened in 1227. 
that, like so much. How is Kyle still an RA? I would also say that like, too. I was like, also, all this happened on his watch. I was like, okay, you also got gut shot not very long ago. Should you be up no. and about? Back to RA. <laughs> Listen, the show must go on, and the show is RAing. <laughs> I also thought Kyle and Jenny had chemistry. Yeah. And so I'm like, does Jenny step into the role Elaine had yeah. as lover? Yeah. 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 And I wish, honestly, I wish Jenny's dad had been able to take some time off to be there to welcome the new roommate. I will say that. You know? I will say that. that we could have only... used dad a little bit more because he works so hard. He works so hard for her. <sighs> but now that she has her scholarship back, he doesn't have to work so much. Now he can relax. Old bridge. Old bridge needs to be shut down. <laughs> it absolutely needs to be shut down. <laughs> it needs a new dean, director of affairs. We got to get rid of girls running around in cocktail dresses. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. The whole thing. Just a, a, um, a really, really, they they packed a lot of fun in the last 45 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Ugh, the nod. director nod. The group Ugh. hug with strangers. Where's their end, you know? <laughs> oh, you guys, this one was wonderful. And uh, next week, we got another good one for you, too. Next week, we are talking about the movie A Dangerous Affair. Sexy. Hello. Pilates instructor Amelie Dido <laughs> begins a steamy love affair with her client, the handsome and well-accomplished journalist Pierce Dalton. These names, I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The romance seems innocent until Amelie comes face to face with a masked murderer. When it's revealed, the killer has an erotic obsession with <gasps> Pierce. Amelie becomes the number one target in a deadly love triangle. Wow. You guys, this movie premieres August 6th at 8 p.m. only on Lifetime. Watch this and thank me later. Amelie? Pierce? Amelie? Amelie and yes. Pierce? Erotic obsession? I'm going to need someone in a beret in this film at some point. Absolutely. I mean, also we have, a, we have Pilates and an erotic obsession. I'm imagining something happening in a studio. Oh, on a reformer? That, I was going to say, those machines. imagine that. Yeah. Maybe strangling someone with a reformer. Whew, we got wow. a lot to do. You guys, wow. you better watch this movie because we are going to get into it next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, that's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by The Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now if you've gotten to this point. You should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.